This episode of the Naperville Moms Network is brought to you in part by presenting sponsor, Innovative Orthodontic Centers. Personalized, cutting-edge orthodontics for a smile that reflects the real you. Welcome to the Naperville Moms Network. My name is Dr. Kathy Suber. My friends and co-hosts Erica Lopez, Sarita Arellano, and Patty Minglin are excited to be here with you today. Last month we discussed summer rules and grandparents, and believe it or not, now we are talking back to school already. For many kids, they are happy to go back. For others, bullying and cyberbullying issues become worse during the school year. Um, I know for my kids, I feel like we've been really fortunate that we haven't had to deal with too many issues. Um, They seem to navigate towards people that are pretty kind. And one of my sons had a social group that I mentioned to him. I said, you know, I haven't heard you talk about this person or that person. He's like, you know what? It was a little too much for me. There was a little too much... um, Uh, chatter going back and forth about other people. He's like, I just decided that I was Mm going to pull myself out. And he was like 12, so I thought that's pretty Mm -hmm. mature of him. Um, I know that on Naperville Moms Network, sometimes I see adults doing things Mm -hmm. that we are constantly Mm -hmm. talking to our kids not doing. Mm -hmm. Um, So I, I hope that the, what I try to teach my kids is coming through of being kind, of always thinking, what might that other person be going through? If someone's sending negative stuff your way, what's going on in their life that they're trying to put you down or talk about other people? So I, I, I try to make sure that they are thinking outside of the box and not just saying, oh, why is this person saying this to me? Like mm-hmm. Sometimes there's a reason behind mm-hmm. it, but you don't have to allow it coming mm-hmm. to you. You, can, you mm-hmm. can say, you know what, that's not for me. Right. Oh. Yeah. And I think bullying now, I mean, it's hard to get away from it. Like if you are in a bullying situation, I think it used to be like when I was in school, if somebody was bullying you and you're having a really tough time at school, you came home and you could kind of be done. Like you shut the door, you're done with it and you can at least get a break from it. But now with um, the beauty of technology and social media, you know, bullying happens when you're at your house, you know, you're still getting text messages or it's even as little as, um, Facebook, where girls will post, look at how much fun we're all having on Facebook, knowing specifically that another girl wasn't invited. And so you're seeing all of this. And I think it's hard for parents to manage that. You know, like, how do I know if my kid is, like, what if my child is just not telling me? And what if they're, they're, and the stress has got to be weighing on them even when they're at home. Even their home doesn't become such a safe place. So we try to have really open conversations with our kids Mm -hmm. about how they should be treated and how they should treat others. And we also talk to them a lot about if you are seeing bullying happen, Mm -hmm. it's your responsibility to step in and do something. You can't be a bystander in this because that makes you just as bad as the person that's doing the bullying. Mm -hmm. And I think it's really hard for Mm -hmm. teens to step out Mm -hmm. in in that situation and say, hey, this is wrong, and I may be going against the grain of the cool kids here, but Mm -hmm. I'm going to do it because I care that that person's being hurt. Mm -hmm. That's true. You know, uh, the parent part is sometimes 
kids don't intentionally bully, mm -hmm. and that's the part they're not realizing the consequences of their actions that they might mm -hmm. be, you know. Yep. Um, and the other part I find is, is as important to make sure your kids know uh, to respect and be kind to others, but at the same time, you have to also prepare them. How do you take that negative feedback if you do get from people? Mm -hmm. You know, develop a little bit of thick skin. And one of the things when I look at it and why it's become more prevalent, I feel that for the current generation, your self-worth doesn't come from within. Mm -hmm. It's more from how people perceive you mm -hmm. or by putting someone else down, you have more self-worth. So th that has to change. And I think mm -hmm. the bigger key is teaching our kids to really have your own self-worth coming from within you and mm -hmm. someone else can't dictate that for you, you know? To, yeah. to go off of that point, mm -hmm. Sarita, um, literally the worst thing I've ever done in my life, which mm -hmm. I still feel bad of, is in high school, I was really jealous of this one girl, and I consider myself a very kind, nice person, and um, I went through a phase where I was feeling pretty insecure, and I didn't have that self-confidence, and I literally wrote her this horrible letter and put it in her locker, and I saw her crying in the lunch room like later that day. I've never felt so horrible, mm -hmm. um, and I don't know what drove me to do that because that wasn't wasn't like I went around being mean to people. Mm -hmm. um, I think I just hit a low point and she hit a high point, and mm -hmm. I I just wanted something to make myself feel better. I didn't know it then, mm -hmm. um, but as soon as I think it was classmates.com came out, was the first social media outlet where you could oh, reconnect. Right. Yes. You remember that before yeah. Facebook? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the first, I signed up and I, I found her and I just sent this massive apology. I am so sorry, I was really in a bad place. Um, I'm so sorry for how that made you feel. Um, and so I think as we teach our children these lessons, mm -hmm. trying to really think what would it feel like mm -hmm. if you know right. they heard what your friends just said about them. Mm -hmm. Or in adult situation, like you were saying, if we're out at a party and someone's mistalking about someone, I really try hard to say, you know, we're just not really sure what she's going through right now. Right. Or, you know, remember her mom is sick. Or remember this. Um, try to try to just take it to the opposite side of, what, you know, why are we why are we doing this? Right. Um, I think right. Nikki Anderson, when she came and spoke to our network, was mm -hmm. talking about women building themselves up. Yes. Right. Well, that's good. That's true for kids as well. Mm -hmm. But there's so many times where people tend to drag people down because they're scared, they're fearful, they they are mm -hmm. not confident. So I think the core of building that self confidence, building that self worth from something other than how people are talking about mm -hmm. you, is really mm -hmm. important. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's how you act. I mean it. With the little ones, you know, we always try to teach that you can't take back those words, mm -hmm. right? You, mm -hmm. It's the tube of toothpaste, and once that toothpaste is out of its tube, you mm -hmm. can't shove it back in. Yeah. You know, or I think her kindergarten teacher had them draw a heart and then crinkled it all up and then mm -hmm. said, you can try all you want. You can't flatten out those mm -hmm. wrinkles because you've already mm -hmm. wrinkled someone's heart, right? Yeah. This is at a kindergarten level. Um, but it's true, and you just have to have that consistency. You have to lead by example, and Absolutely. I think that would have been a great teaching mm -hmm. moment, too. You know, to your kids, look at this mistake I made, and then his, here is what I'm going to do about it. Um, and I think, you know, because mine are so little, it's, you know, some minor things here and there, but one of the, the 
things that I can kind of proactively do is be involved in getting to know um, mm -hmm. other parents, right, mm -hmm. other moms. I just was out last night with some of the kindergarten moms, and one of the moms made a great point. She said, you know, part of the reason we're all here is because we want to get to know each other and have a nice <laughs> time. So the other part is we're fostering a relationship with one another here in kindergarten so that if a situation does arrive, mm -hmm. arise, you know, when we're in fourth, fifth grade, I've already known you for four mm -hmm. or five years to go to you and say, hey, you know, let's maybe deal with this or how do we get our kids together. So it really does take a village and it's mm -hmm. nice to have that sense of community where you are comfortable with the parents and then the kids see that. Not that they're being watched, but watched in a good way. Right. You know, oh, gosh, my mom's always talking to so-and-so's mom. Yeah. <laughs> you know, or we're always at the at the games mm -hmm. or at the performances or supporting at school. And if they know that you're around and you're present, perhaps they're less likely to act out or, you know, mm -hmm. do things that they shouldn't be. I think as parents, I think we have a social responsibility, whether it's our kids who've been bullied or someone else is getting bullied to really change that mm -hmm. with some of the things we've seen in the news with some of the outbreaks mm -hmm. in high schools and such yeah. I think it gets to a point uh, to your point 24 7 you never get a break if you're being bullied and at some point you're at your wits and so I think it's important um, I think, as you mentioned, you know, it's human nature. You see adults doing that in some yep. way on social media or talking behind someone's back. So we have to be cognizant that kids are observing us. Mm -hmm. And sometimes just because your child is not a victim of bullying, you might feel like, oh, I'm free from having to deal with it. But I think we need to take that responsibility and change it mm -hmm. because it has gotten to a point where it's just not healthy at all, yeah. what's happening in our yeah. society. It's scary. Mm -hmm. It is, and I totally agree with that. We have to take responsibility. Absolutely. Just because I don't see bullying mm -hmm. happening in my house mm -hmm. doesn't mean it's not happening, and you it's not mean? affecting my child. Even mm -hmm. if he's not the one being bullied or he is not the bully, or it still is a part of the community mm -hmm. he's living in. And I think I love your idea, Erica, about that relationship you build with parents and at the kindergarten level. Mm -hmm. That does mm -hmm. make a big difference. Mm -hmm. You know, yep. when conflicts arise, when and that happened with our daughter when she was in middle school and mm -hmm. she had mean things being she was the one saying mean things about someone mm -hmm. but it was someone that I knew yeah. and it was that it was a daughter that I knew and so we were we sat the girls down mm -hmm. and so we're gonna hash this out because this isn't how we talk this isn't how we treat one another and that was the end of it and right. then it was done but it was that relationship I had with the mother where we could call and say look Right. I heard my daughter say this to your daughter, and it's not right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I'm not just going to talk to her about it. I'm going to make her make amends like you did yeah. all those years later. I'm going to, if I can do something now, we're going to do it now. Mm -hmm. We're going to step in and do something. Yep. Yeah. I think sometimes what I find the scariest is that sometimes you don't know what mm -hmm. yes. right. someone's going through, mm -hmm. you know? Keep that um, in perspective. You don't know the big picture. Well, and even like for kids that are being actively bullied on a regular basis mm -hmm. that are really struggling and going into a depression or going, you know, getting some more of these serious um, things that happens with kids these days. I mean, this is this is a day and age where, you know, kids kill themselves, mm -hmm. kids cut themselves, Absolutely. kids mm -hmm. go to drugs and alcohol, right? It doesn't happen to tons of people, but it certainly happens more than right. what we, what we like want, of course. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. And identifying 
those kids or, or adults that need that extra help or need that extra hand. And sometimes you don't know what someone's right. internally struggling mm -hmm. with. And they, they have that saying, you know, be kinder than necessary. And I think just in daily day interaction, having those kind moments with strangers, you just never know when doing something kind for someone, doing something nice for someone, helping someone out. Um, people post on Naperville Moms Network that, you know, thank you to whoever the woman at Target was that helped me manage my <laughs> mm -hmm. three-year-old who right. was having a tantrum, or my, mm -hmm. my two-year-old ran out the door and someone right. found them, brought them back in, and being that tribe, being that community, helping each other out without the judgment yes. no without the backlash. Absolutely. you know I always it's not a joke but you know um, the little girl who fell in the well when mm -hmm. I was what was that the oh, 80s yeah. 90s yeah. Yeah. Jessica yeah, yeah I think so mm -hmm. and oh, the rally behind that family and how they you know supported and we yep. all cheered to get her rescued that would have happened in 2018. Oh, Those parents yeah. would have been gone. You know, yeah. how did you how did you let her out of your sight right. for yeah. a minute? Can you imagine yep. the cyberbullying that would have taken place? Yep. There's no support anymore. I mean, we're all doing the best that we can, yeah. and we make mistakes because we're human. And how do you pick another mom mm. back up and mm -hmm. you know assist? I think with social media, it's so easy and quick at fingertips to pass criticism. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think it's that 10 second rule: take a breath, count to 10. And right. see if you still feel uh, about sharing that. But one other point I wanted to make is we always want to believe that our kids, you know, by no means are doing anything wrong. Mm -hmm. So when we talk about what if you have to confront an issue with a parent that you don't know too well, and I think that's one of the things our, as parents we could do is just be open. You know, yep. if it's a parent you don't know, don't go into defense mechanism and mm -hmm. say, let's just figure it out. Yep. And to your point, you know, take mm -hmm. everything into account and figure out what we need to fix because sometimes that's a harder part too. A parent might know their child's being bullied yep. but is apprehensive how to take it up with right. the other parent or the child. Yep. Yeah, yep. that's true. It is, and I think being open and honest, mm -hmm. right? You can only control what your reaction is. Right. Um, and trying not mm -hmm. to be defensive. My kids have certainly been on the wrong end of it. Nothing serious, mm -hmm. but enough where there was a sit down, there was a talk about it, and mm -hmm. this is not how right. we treat people, or this is why, you know, we're, we're, we um, don't do these things. Mm -hmm. um, again, nothing serious, thank goodness, but it is staying on top of it. And when you're dealing with a parent you don't know, or even a parent you do know, mm -hmm. um, going and saying, hey, there's an issue. We really want to talk about this. We want to make sure we solve this. Um, you can't control what their reaction is, no, but right. you can always control what your reaction yeah. is. At the same time, I'm thinking of being mortified if I went to my mom told her about a situation and said, please don't go, yeah. you know, and tell the yeah. other parent, because sometimes that can make it worse True. as well. So mm -hmm. then as a parent, you're stuck, you know, they're confiding in me and they don't necessarily want me to step in. So yeah. then you're just having to provide them with the tools to navigate yeah. themselves. Right, <laughs> and you have to figure that out, mm -hmm. which is the hard part of parenting. Like what yeah. can they do on their own and how can I help them manage this? Because you don't want to lose their trust yeah, either. That and that yeah. is really, really true. I know, again, we could talk longer about this, so many topics, there's so much more to discuss, mm -hmm. but this issue is a serious one. As a community, continuing to promote kindness and acceptance is a must. Remember, as parents, we set the tone and example for our kids. We'll be right back with more of the Naperville Moms Network. Stay tuned.
Innovative Orthodontic Centers is the name of my practice, and we provide full-service orthodontic treatment to patients of all ages. We do a 3D scan of your teeth and your face, and from that 3D scan, we determine the most optimized position of your teeth, and we customize wires with braces, and if you want Invisalign, we customize trays for the patient. Technology has such an added value to the patient's treatment. It means that their teeth are gonna be positioned in the most accurate spot. It also cuts down on how long you're in the orthodontic chair. We deliver unparalleled results. Increased self-confidence, better oral hygiene, a more stable bite, a brilliant smile that hopefully will open a lot more doors for our patients. We love what we do and we really treat all our patients like family. At Innovative Orthodontic Centers, we offer complimentary consultations. Visit our website or give us a call. I really look forward to meeting you. Welcome back to the Naperville Moms Network. Back to school creates another shift in the schedule for parents and kids. There's a lot to plan for. How do you guys handle back to school at your house? You know, you get into the zone in summer where there's no schedule, spontaneous, and then the idea of going back to school <laughs> is not only hard on the kids, but even on the parents. Um, like we've talked about, I think about yeah. waking up again Christ. early in the morning. Um, <laughs> But, you know, it doesn't have to be as big of a drastic transition. You know, mm -hmm. we try to uh, have fun with it, you know, go shopping for school yeah. clothes, mm -hmm. new supplies, plan some get-togethers with the friends they're going to have in their next school year, kind of make that transition ease. And one thing that helps our family is looking ahead, maybe planning some fun uh, trips over Labor Day weekend or mm, Columbus mm -hmm. Day or Veterans, so then you have something to look forward to. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so we try to make it where it doesn't feel like you can't do fun things once school starts. Hey, you know, weather's still nice, you can go to the pool or do something fun. Mm -hmm. So I think we make the transition a little more seamless and don't make a big deal of it. Mm -hmm. But getting into the routine of waking up early, we <laughs> definitely have to work at least a week in advance. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. That's what I was going to say. We usually start working, you know, in early August to prepare for right. the fact that we're going to have this mm -hmm. schedule again. But we also, you know, we enjoy structure. Like mm -hmm. there's something about summer ending. I mean, I'm always ready for summer when it's here, mm -hmm. but I really like the structure. And I think my kids like the structure of the school year. Mm -hmm. And so we kind of look forward to that. Mm -hmm. Now for me, I um, I send one child off to college. And so oh, you, sure. I have a, I used to send two, but one graduated. So now I'm only sending one. Yeah. Um, but that's a whole different kind of back to school thing because it's a shift in his priorities and it's a shift in how much time we see him and how much yeah. things we get to do and it's always a little sad you know there's always yeah. something about the lazy days of summer where you're all just kind of hanging out and being together because it's so rare during the school year mm -hmm. I do kind of find myself you know we joke about the back to school blues as, as happy as I am that everyone's going back to school there are those moments where I'm a little sad that we're not just hanging out anymore mm -hmm. that we have to but I love your idea about planning something mm -hmm. exciting to not make it seem mm -mm. so sad. Mm -hmm. I love that. That's true. I mean, and there are things to look forward to. You know, for the little ones, there's Halloween right around the corner. Mm -hmm. and It just, for every season, right? You just keep, yeah. keep going on. And uh, 
mine, I mean, I have, my daughter will be going into first grade. If it was up to her, she'd go to school year-round. I mean, she <laughs> Good for her. Loved it. That won't last. But for now, I mean, she is a true teacher's daughter. She just, that's her, her happy too. place. Um, she just found out about summer school and was like, why didn't you send me to because, you know, you need a break. Like, she is, she loves the structure, but that sometimes I think that's the child who needs to learn how to right. relax a little bit. Um, my son will be entering um, a three-morning-a-week preschool program, and he is a mama's boy, and this is not going to go well. Wow. <laughs> he, um, he know, you know, he's, he's knows what's happening, and he knows what's going on, but, um, you know, there are going to be probably a few tears once that happens. <laughs> we have some in at our fall, house. So. <sighs> for, for my boys, I really look forward to the summer, you know, get that alarm clock turned off a little bit. Um, but then after the time of summer, mm -hmm. you know, the last couple weeks, we're kind of like, okay, enough of this downtime, enough right. of this non-structure. I think yeah. it does It does feel good to be like, oh, it's this fresh start, this new year, you've got mm -hmm. new teachers, you you know, you re your grades all reset. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> and for both my boys, they always seem to be excited at that point, once they've had enough summer, mm -hmm. um, sure. to go back and see their friends. They right. really, you know, they enjoy school overall. I mean, it's a lot of work and they have tons of homework, but mm -hmm. they like the social aspect of it for sure and, and the sports and Right. and going and enjoying it. So, you know, once summer is, you know, we're, we're all the way through it, everyone's a little bit ready to get back to the normal routine overall. Right. And we definitely, probably a week before, it's like, okay, you need to be in bed by 10, mm -hmm. as opposed to 12. Yeah. Um, my boys are almost 15 and 16, so um, I'm like, as long as you go to bed before 12, I don't care. I'm always going to bed before them anyway, because uh, uh, <laughs> I can't stay up that late. No. So. <laughs> I always do, um, because I always kind of feel like, and I felt like this especially when all three of my kids were little and going to school, that the first day of school was like New Year's Day for parents. You know, it's like, wow, it's, it is. Grades have been reset, we're all starting. And I started years ago when they would go get their school supplies, I would buy myself school supplies. <laughs> I would always buy myself a new notebook and, mm -hmm. and a really great pen and different things. Did you get a trapper my, um, keeper? A trapper, oh, gosh, I love a good trapper keeper. Who doesn't? I know. Um, but I would get all this supplies for myself because it was like resetting the page for me too. Mm -hmm. And whether it is a work thing or mm -hmm. whether it's it's just a life thing. It's a chance for us to have a new beginning. And you know, when you look at the school year before and you think of all the missed assignments that didn't get turned in <laughs> and the injuries that happened during the sports mm -hmm. game and all those things, it's like, we're starting over. Mm -hmm. And the school year is an opportunity for us to have a fresh start, all of us. So we're all getting new notebooks. Right. <laughs> and you know, one of the things, uh, my kids, when it gets to the end of the summer and they you know, a little apprehensive of going back to school. I asked them, what is it about summer they're going to miss? And I think the biggest thing they always say is the family time, mm -hmm. us hanging out together, nice. whether it's vacations yeah. or road trips. So I think it's really important in the chaos of the school year to just remember and have those moments, you know, mm -hmm. uh, plan outings or dinner time or whatever it is. So yeah. we stay connected. I think that's the harder part for kids. They spend so much time with us yeah. Yeah, and then they true. feel... You know, they're going to miss out on that. Right. Well, and you can, I know you're saying there's mm -hmm. a book, is it Chasing Slow yes. that you really like? Right. Mm -hmm. um, and you can, in the chaos, create mm -hmm. those moments where you do slow down. Absolutely. You do put the technology away. Mm -hmm. You do say, hey, on this night, we're all going to go out to dinner. We're all mm -hmm. going to go for ice cream. Mm -hmm. um, it's easy to get so caught up in Absolutely. the school year rat race type of thing that you forget 
to take those moments. And all of a sudden, the weeks gone by, and you're like, oh my goodness, you know, I haven't even talked to my husband, or I haven't, mm -hmm. you know, spent any one-on-one -on -one time with, you know, this child. Mm -hmm. So, again, it's you don't want to make everything that you have to schedule out, but you right. do have to be thoughtful about what you're doing. Yeah, absolutely. And as we're talking about, you know, new school year is a new reset button. Maybe do things a little different, mm -hmm. or look back and say, what can you change mm -hmm. to mm -hmm. slow down the pace? Right. right. Was this mm -hmm. too much for you mm -hmm. last year? Right. Absolutely. How can we change that this year? Well, how yes. can we improve on this? Yeah. There's a lot. You know, my daughter just finished her kindergarten year, so there's probably a lot of moms who are dealing with maybe sending their first mm -hmm. child, mm -hmm. you know, out mm -hmm. into the school, and that's a little Very scary, simple. especially yeah. in 2018. And um, our school hosted a boo-hoo, woo-hoo <laughs> breakfast. You know, some of the parents are crying as they're standing up, and some are cheering. And it's so funny because you think I thought I would be going in the woo-hoo. You know, mm -hmm. I'm ready. Let's go. But seeing her so confident and mm -hmm. not a tear in her eye and see you later, I've been ready for two years, <laughs> made me boo-hoo. <laughs> yeah, because they say it goes by so quickly. The days mm -hmm. are long, the year, or no, no, no. The days are, what is it? The years go quickly, <laughs> the years go by fast, the days are slow. And it's so true. I mean, her kindergarten year just yeah. flew by, and mm -hmm. I can see how it's all of a sudden now you're on this mm -hmm. hamster wheel and here we go. And you blink know? of an eye. Mm -hmm. yeah. I'm definitely the woohoo. <laughs> I'm like, my kids were ready to go and I was just proud of them for being ready, ready. for that nice. next phase. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, I, but I would see people post on Facebook, I've been crying for two days. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> no. Oh, no, that's no. not me. And I'm I remember like, being no. the same way too. I remember the first time I went to overnight camp, uh -huh. my parents picking me up and I'm crying. And they said, oh, you missed us so much. <laughs> No, I don't want to leave. I don't want to come back. And I thought, my daughter's the exact same way. You know, she's asking already, where am I going to college? Out of state? In state? Well, and the college thing is interesting for back to school. Like, you don't want to forget those, the, the buying of the supplies and all that mm -hmm. new stuff when they go away to college. Just because they're in college doesn't mean they still don't like to have that fresh start, yeah, too. Yeah. But I, when you send your child to college, I thought I would be very sad when we dropped mm -hmm. our daughter off, and I wasn't. And I thought, well, what's wrong with me? <laughs> like most parents are all very sad, but I was in the same camp of, I'm proud of who she is, mm -hmm. and, and that she's confident for this. However, when we went back for parents weekend, like you know, six weeks later, and then we left that, mm. I cried on the way home oh. because she had settled in. And I got to see this. And while I was really proud of how she had settled in, I think I realized for the very first time that this mm. was it, like mm -hmm. that this was the real big step yeah. into her creating a life where I had, I didn't know the parents of these <laughs> kids. You know, we, we weren't hanging <laughs> out at football games. Yeah. And so I think that that was you know, just a little forewarning for parents sending off their children to college you will make it through probably the drop-off really mm -hmm. well. Yeah. Don't get real comfortable there because there's <laughs> going to be a moment where you're just going to realize that that is the next step. But it gets better because then you enjoy who they become as adults. But I think that back to school, mm -hmm. those first few moments, even when you send them away to college, it's a little stressful. And it's stressful for them. You know, mm -hmm. Now they're really on their own. Mm -hmm. And now they sure, really yeah. got to figure it out. And it's not just I didn't remember my locker combination and I had to go to the main office. And how embarrassing is that? Mm -hmm. It is, I don't know where I'm going. And I don't know, this professor said I didn't come to class and I did. And like, what do we do? Mm -hmm. So it's like figuring out a whole other new navigation system. Yeah. I think mm -hmm. you're happy for them that they've grown up and can kind of do, but at the same time, there's a void inside you that they don't need you as much. Right. You know? mm -hmm. right. Thanks, mm -hmm. Rita. That's very sad. <laughs> Well, Sarita and I, we have, yes, we're, we're preparing ourselves 
in two years, our yes. oldest will go to college. Right. And um, Christopher walked to the bus stop for the first, or for the last time because he'll have his license when he That's, goes back to school. Yeah. And I'm watching him walk away, and uh, I, I'm I'm like, oh my gosh, this is the last time I'm going to watch you do this. Mm-hmm. And right. I don't. I don't think of myself as like an overly sentimental mom, meaning mm-hmm. I am not the woohoo, I'm the, the, uh, or I'm not the, I'm not the crying mom. Right, right. But um, I don't know. There's something about two years from college that's making me take a pause mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and just a moment of just Ooh, taking it in. I need mm-hmm. to slow down a little bit, make sure I'm paying attention for the next two years because mm-hmm. then yeah. at that point things are yeah. going to, to really change, right? And they're going to be Absolutely. partially launched into life, mm-hmm. which is a big deal. Yeah. yeah, and they'll have new teachers, new professors in your case, you know, new teachers, new friends, and even my daughter already is like, oh, I hope I get so-and-so, you know, this teacher, and <laughs> well, you only have a 25% chance, so we may not, you know, I hope so-and-so's in my class next year, well, they probably won't be <laughs> this year. Right. So it, it, transitions are tough, but um, on the last day of school, I remember her saying, you know, I'm really... I think she said, I don't know what I'm feeling, which is mm. perfect. Oh she said, because I'm so excited, mm-hmm. but I'm really sad. And I said, that's called transition. And I yeah. said, and adults go through that all the time, new jobs, you know, moving homes. I said, it's exciting, but, you know, there's also a little bit, bit of sadness, too. I said, you'll have so many transitions, and mm-hmm. it's just a matter of, you know, what do you do with them? And if you don't, if yeah. you are disappointed, you know, about what the next step is or what teacher you have or what friends are in your class, right. what do you do with that? You know, how, how do you good around? of her to know so that such she an early had age. an emotion, mm-hmm. but she wasn't sure what how it was. Just it. to be able to express, mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm feeling. It's really confusing to me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Very good. self-aware. Yeah, it really is. really yeah. is. Yeah. She came out and... I, I told the other moms, I said, 20 bucks, she comes out crying. And so the other kids are running to their moms, and so she, like, walks and then just goes, oh, I said, I said, I know my kid, you know, and she goes, but I'm, I'm happy, I don't know, you know. And I think yeah. the sign of a great... Uh, kindergarten teacher mm-hmm. is when your child all of a sudden changes their occupation hopes and now all of a sudden she wants to be a kindergarten teacher. Oh, you, know, right. so nice. you don't have the patience, but <laughs> that's, that's sweet that you want to do well, that. Well, I think yeah. it's such a great testament to her school year, too, that she was sad to leave that environment. Yeah. Like, whatever yeah. teacher she had created a world that your daughter fell in love with. Sure. In mm-hmm. a kindergarten, to fall in love with learning, like, that's going to be... Yeah. She's going to have See? that for the rest of her life. Like yeah. that. Kindergarten that's teachers really are saints. Amazing. <laughs> really, they really are. They're a special category. For sure. Yeah, yeah that's yes. for sure. We wish you all a smooth and successful back-to-school transition. We appreciate you tuning in to another episode of the Naperville Moms Network. And remember, you are always invited. Thank you.